Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Is it September? It's almost September. Yeah. It's mid-August. Let's see. Mid-August. That. Mid-ghost month. Oh, my God. Grabe, no? Bilis. <laughs> Mag-1 year na since, ano, Venice. What the hell? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait. We also have a milestone for August. August is when we first recorded our our very first episode. August 2019 was uh, day one. Wow. Three years, Ensley. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Look at that toddler. Paul, who's a Paul Rudd? I guess Ramon is Paul Rudd. Look at us. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but um, wait, so wait, was it August or was it September? It was Joker, right? That was the first August. Episode? It was uh, August. Joker and Succession. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of our favorite things. Jared later. Pero magkaka Joker too, di ba? So you know, jokes on us. Starring musical, Gaga. Musical talaga siya. Yeah. Wow. With Gaga, right? I kind of can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anything, di ba? The concept and the fact that it's apparently entirely set in Arkham Asylum has me interested. Oh my god. Mm. Well, happy anniversary, friends. It's been three years. We're still not in the top 100 podcasts. Of the if ever, we've probably gone lower. No. <laughs> but at least people stop us on the, you know, in CCP to. Oh, oh nga. We, have our cult. we have our own cult of weirdos. And as Kat Belayo says, it doesn't matter because we're tastemakers. Nox! Oh. Wow. To, to the, to the <laughs> weirdos. <Kat> <laughs> I mean, what was that? I remember Cheng was like uh, Cheng from well our parent company Chroma saw our top ten and her and her husband's like mapanood kaya tong ano station eleven na to and then like halfway through they're like masadong matalino to mga enslaved people for us <laughs> and, so they, and they gave up <laughs> what so I, I don't know I don't know what kind of tastemakers we are maybe in our own ano in our own minds <laughs> but. You know, lots to catch up on. Lots, lots of it's a super sized episode, so we better start. And I'm starting with giving Ramon his soapbox because it's been broiling in within him. Agad, agad. All this anger. Yeah, let's start. Let's just bring out the, you know, the fists, fists of fury. Well, I don't really have like a whole speech prepared, no. But basically, I've been so upset with the recent malarkey going on at Warner Brothers Discovery. Can you explain the merger? Basically, Discovery sort of bought Warner Brothers. It's hilarious, right? Yeah, (laughs) not the other way around. And it was revealed that... So, Discovery has more money than HBO, than Warner's. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's basically what's come out in some... Because they have debt than oh. Warner Brothers, actually. Okay. So who wants right. to that, take on the was, debt? Yeah. And then because of that merger, there was uh, a new head uh, CEO for the whole shebang. And I don't want to say his name, but it's hmm. an old white guy. And he seems <laughs> to be like the epitome of like the bean counter you know, MBA, Harvard grad type CEO who doesn't really care about what the companies make and just the bottom line. And because there's billions in debt that was revealed from the merger papers coming out, 
there were some other big moves before the thing that was sort of a shock to the industry, right? One one of the things was TBS shutting down all its um, scripted shows. So I remember the the one that sort of was painful in a way was the show Chad of uh, Nasim Pedrad, which had a good first season. But it's TBS, so how many people are watching it, right? The mm. day before season two was about to come out, and it was fully shot now. And like the show is done. The season is done. It got canceled. And they didn't even like they didn't even bother to say, Yeah, we're not even gonna show season two, even though it's made. So that was crazy. Wow. And then um <laughs> and then they canceled um Full Frontal with Samantha B. And she was the one of only two late night talk show hosts who are women. And it was several years already into this show and it's a it's it's a weekly show 30 minutes really good and they do topics actually that are not handled usually by your Colbert's your John Oliver's because it's very much a um women staffed show or or queer people so you know they they they, ta- they tackle things from an angle you, you don't always see so that was one of the first things but the major one was the decision to cancel or or to shelve Batgirl, the upcoming Batgirl, which mm. was directed by the directors actually of Miss Marvel and was starred Leslie Grace and had also Brendan Fraser as the bad guy and, and Ivory Michael Aquino. Keaton. And Ivory Aquino, who was I know I think the first uh, trans Super superhero in or or in a super superhero film, and Keaton and, back yeah, as and Batman. Keaton's first supposed to be appearance back as Batman. So that was did crazy. They, did they shoot already? No. Yeah, no. They're <laughs> they're yeah. close. They're well M, into post. Yeah, ninety M. Yung ano, Yeah. Oh, so God. they're well into post, and it's being shelved, not even being sent to HBO Max. The press release was basically like. You know, it, they wanted to make sure that DC would be pressed, sort of um, big events, movies, and and that Batgirl was not that though. There are conflicting. So do you, do you think it's not good? There or... are conflicting reports because there are people who say there were very positive test screenings, and then there's other people saying that the test scores though weren't good. That said. It's it's just so late into the game, you know what I mean. Yeah. You greenlit the script. You sh- you're you're already in the effects part. You spent part for it there. already. Yeah, but people were they were they were already sort of doing press and stuff. They were they were already talking about how the appearance of Keaton as Batman was going to lead into his appearance also in the other right now very troubled um, production of Ezra Miller's Flash, which is oh my one, god. Which is, which is still a go. <laughs> which is still a go, even though diba, so many felons, felony crimes have yeah. been committed. But um, they believe in, the, I guess, that film is one of those like big event type movies that new CEO guy wants. He also announced, just like other previous CEOs before him, that they have a 10-year plan for DC and they want it to become Marvel. But yeah, again, something three other CEOs before him have said. Wow, and man. So, it's, it's such a shock. I don't think it's ever happened before that 
a movie on this scale, even if the lead star is someone not that experienced or sikat like Leslie Grace, but you have people like Keaton Fraser, the 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 cast and crew, down the line people who all complete basically completed the film except for some of the effects and post, and it's going to be shelved and no one's going to see it. It's it's so bananas. But historically, not the first movie to be shelved, right? Yeah, but usually those are like B movies with no name actors, talaga, you know, or they were really made to fulfill contracts, but they never had any intention of ma- of having it seen. This one had every intention of being seen. Also, you have fans who are excited for it, fans mm. of the actors. Yeah, I mean, they're ha- they have Pennyworth on freaking HBO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, like. So, parang what? Are they going to cancel Pennyworth? It's, well, it got moved then. It got uh, like a subtitle added to it that became a thing in the news because they added the origin of, of Batman's butler, which made it sound even more ridiculous. Oh my God. And I thought Jason Killar was like the worst. The, so, the, the previous so, CEO. Yeah, so yeah, the previous CEO. Also, I, I mean, I'm not, not a big fan, but he at least didn't shaft the creatives in this way. You know what I mean? He it's, respected them still. So yeah, I, don't, I don't think uh, I don't think not, he did, but, oh but not to this degree. Lesser of two I, evils, palato. Oh, oh. Uh, like like Sujihara might actually be the last okay Warner, even though he was like you know, well, fall from grace and like very badly, you know, used his power to get a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> but parang you know, that 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 was like the last, you know, major. Oh, okay. That's a person who kind of understands the Warner brand is running the company, and then, um, and I think HBO was just too powerful, really, for for Killer to overpower. But you know, you could see he kept trying to, I know, and with HBO Max, palang eh, parang you know, putting in Gossip Girl and all of those things, and kind of diluting the HBO brand, um. That that was his idea, but this, yeah, I think the 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 CEOs of Warner Brothers have or Warner Media have been successively, you know, you know, destructive. I think to the company with Sayang because I really love I really love Warner Media. It might be my favorite studio. It's crazy. HBO is the one that's really killing streaming quality right now. Yeah, nuts, nuts. And see, Kyle Killar, but his parang his big snafu. Was during the pandemic because he's the one who decided that the movies would go to HBO Max, and it really upset yeah, so many. That's him. Oh, right. Okay, the so, one that that made um Nolan, the, the Nolan, upset. and the, the and lots yeah. of people, legendary suit, diba? So, mm. but this new white man, he was like, "No, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> we're going to give definitely there's at least a forty-five day window, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And sometimes it's not even that short and uh because he wanted to sort of repair the relationships but then there's this other stupid move which was the shelving of this movie and also besides that there was the quiet removal from all platforms of certain underperforming hbo max originals right uh including seth rogan's american pickle which was with Jonathan Levin, I think. And some of these are already in pre-production and production, right? That they just got pulled? No, no, no. These are old films. Nah. This came... Uh, American Pickle was the very first HBO Max movie. No, but I read that they also stopped production on 
animated titles that were heading into HBO Go and Max. Ah, yeah, that that's another one. Those are, but this one, the ones I'm talking about now, that came around. The decision came around the same time as the Batman announcement, mm. so it included also um, the Anne Hathaway locked, lockdown movie with Doug Liman. She was in it with Chiwetel Ejiofor, and they stole something, a diamond from some place in London. I haven't seen it, but still, it's like something that if they could do that to Anne Hathaway, right? Parang do, do the it like it, you're risking your working relationship with Anne Hathaway. Na, parang, I don't understand. Are they trying to cut down on cloud costs? Yes, on parang ganon. Costs? Parang ganon. <laughs> Apparently, it's more valuable to to just <laughs> remove it. <laughs> Yung pinakakawawa actually is, ano, tayo. No, I mean, no, Southeast Asia Never even had were, a chance. Where Max was supposed to launch now. So no, I don't, don't think, know when. Yeah, yeah. I don't think HBO Max will launch here anymore. Eh? They'll just wait until no. the... They're just going to wait for the this, the merger. Well, I beg to differ, but I oh, can't okay. say no. So Quark might, have his, hope. Quark might have his insider <laughs> schisms, but parang what, I, what I saw in some of the media was like, they're just going to wait for the, the HBO Discovery merger, and then that's the one and that's going Max. to come here. No, yeah, the, the name will not probably not be Max. Ramon, while you're in this tirade, What's the difference, once and for all, between HBO and HBO Max? HBO is the channel, eh? and uh, that's still a cable subscription package that's that's lucrative for them. In, in... HBO Go. Well, HBO Go is the... No, HBO the, is the channel. The HBO Go is the app for cat uh-huh. to the channel. But in the, in the Philippines and in Asia, HBO Go is HBO. pretty much... Like has the HBO Max stuff. Well, mm-hmm. may mga meron, may mga wala. Uh, the same way Disney Plus in Asia has the Hulu stuff. And then Max is Max has its own original titles, there. but it also absorbed some stuff from Comedy Central and TBS. Yon and Adult Swim, right, right. <laughs> but yun yeah, parang the HBO Go was really like whatever's on HBO. This is where. Or you can watch it if you're in the states, huh? but then HBO Go kind of like Asia has a lot of the Max shows, Gossip Girl, etc. Those are no, not it's... HBO shows. And then so today, naman they announced that there would be like something like forty shows vanishing from the platforms again, including some Discovery reality stuff, like Ellen DeGeneres's, you know, the designer or something, but. Most of them are animation shows. So again, like with Netflix, like a quarter Animation's ago, the first to go. Animation is the one suffering. And these are finished shows. Huh? Like OKKO Heroes is going to go. Infinity Train, which I love, is going to go. Summer Camp Island, I think, is one of the ones going to go. And that had just finished a new season. So that's never even going to be seen. And the animators are, of course, very upset and irate because it's a sudden decision. They don't know where the shows are going to live or be housed. Some of them have DVDs out but are not complete in seasons. But again, it's just, it's weird that the shows are finished, but it seems to make more business sense financially to remove it from the cloud computing or whatever drain on the system of Warner Disco it's having than just to leave it and allow people to find it and watch it. Even if the quality... It's regardless of the quality, but just how it's been performing recently. And then 
it, they just feel like such moves that are purely math and not about the people who made the shows and whether or not you want to keep working with those show people and whether or not what signal you're saying to other creatives and whether or not like, like if I was an actor in Hollywood and you see this happening I would be less encouraged about to work with Warner Disco because parang there's no guarantee any of your work will stay basically have any powers to stay and it's just also the other part i hate is it's classic new ceo moves diba which is to kind of bury the projects of your predecessor and sort of you know mark your territory with your own new projects etc cetera, etc cetera. like one of the things that came out in my further research of this circle of hell is that apparently the batman 2 is still not greenlit even though i'm not like the biggest oh, fan necessarily shit. of another of the of Pat, our Pat's. Wait, or, this is our Pat's movie? Yeah. It's made so much money. It's well loved, right? What? It's not greenlit? Yeah. Because it's the predecessor's baby. Eh. Parang ganon. And that's why he's now, you know, saying these things about... He's like a Duterte. He's so vindictive. <laughs> no, but it's not just him. Eh. It's it's classic behavior that always happens. Oh and it's gosh. always short-sighted. So that's why I think he's also making these announcements about how, yeah, how yeah, we have a future plan for DC and the Batman might not necessarily yeah. be that kind of fit in that new plan. Because my plan is the new plan is basically what he's saying. And uh, Yeah, I guess the problem with the last two you know, is they really came from outside. So they're not Warner grown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't parang... think they might even be media grown necessarily. Because eh? they're, yeah. they're really treating it like and abacus na parang what's they're, not performing corporate, corporate leaders yeah. oh it's like only shareholder you know and and everything becomes content na and and it becomes flat and it, it doesn't take into account the the fans love for the property and yeah it's just so dismaying mm. <sighs> is there a way out or is it just because of the debt uh, I thought I thought actually I was really really hoping that it would be so much better because yeah, parang I don't know, telco takes over entertainment company. That was really like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> but um, but so so when it was discovery, it's like, oh, okay, at least they know entertainment, they know, and they have a different offering um, that they can merge with with you know Warner Media's more scripted and feature stuff. But but yeah, I think. I know either this is birth pains and you know, like maybe they'll replace new dude or you know, parang eventually he'll see hopefully I'm hoping he'll see the light after all the bad press. Diba? Or this, what if it angers yeah. him more? You know how dudes are. <laughs> True that. Yeah, but it'll be bored it'll be bored and shareholders na who who can make that decision. Uh, I'll just wait for the Hulu original on this. HBO brouhaha. The fictionalized <laughs> or dramatized uh, version. But I'm curious like, to see how celebrities, especially ones with clout, will will handle working with Warner Brothers in the future. Because if I was anybody, I would then have to start including in my contract that you cannot pull this. Or there would be the option to take it to a different studio. Oh, yeah. Or release it on physical media, you know, 
Oh, that's the other thing is that it's gone. It, it also seems to be encouraging piracy, diba? Because right. now, so parang when those six films were announced, natatanggalin, the interest in those films went up, of course, because suddenly they were like, when you're when you tell people you're good, they're you're good, they're going to be denied something, that's when they like, oh, maybe I should check this out. So finally people started watching the movies. Oh well, so from Animal Planet and HGTV, the CEO. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk it would be that uh, to destroy an almost century old? You know, uh, I'm sure the guys know. over at Netflix are just heaving a sigh of relief that you know the bad press isn't just on them, and this is a bigger shit show than than the oh, Netflix yeah. shit show last month. What? Well, they also had a bad quarter, but their news of their of their also bad quarter was completely swallowed by by who, this this by black this. hole. Yeah. Speaking of HBO. Speaking of HBO and you, the industry. Been, uh, yes. <laughs> you've been watching Industry Season 2. Oh, yeah. Um, Much awaited. And I have to thank you, Quark, because you were the one who introduced me to the show. I remember you distinctly when we were recording our Best of 2020 shows. Like This was like part of your shortlist. Uh, no, it was part of the list, yeah. Yeah, part of the list. And I, I it aired late that it aired like the last quarter of 2020. So I only was able to catch up with it. I mean, last part of 2019, but or 2020. 2020. Yeah, yes. and then I caught up with it first half palang of 2021. But it's really so good. And it's filling uh, the succession-shaped hole in my life right now. Although there's like a difference, right? Because I think industry is more of like less than zero slash a little bit of euphoria which i haven't seen but i heard it's kind of the same and then you cross it along with wolf of wall street and succession and that's the industry formula did oh, lena dunham direct an episode this season so far it's still the the two guys that would have surprised me because she has two films out this year so i was like oh, did she have time for industry again I definitely think though that Yasmin, one of the leads in industry, belongs in a in the Lena Dunham extended universe. She belongs in girls. Like she she's like British girls. <laughs> All her issues are girls. So my my theory on what would happen, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but my theory on season two would be it's a new batch of inductees, and that would be the focus, and not Cinna Harper and not Yasmin. Basically, those two are the only people left, right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is this what happened or no? No. So, so season one, for me, the weakness lung of season one is it's just pure world building, right? There is no real through line plot. It's just episode and episode. You follow along, you go with the flow, and then bam, something happens in the last few episodes. And I won't spoil it enough for people who haven't seen industry. And then episode, and then season two happens. Time jump a year after the address COVID pa. It's so good. And it's still the same cast court. Oh, like, wow. Exactly the same cast. Nice. And the reason being, the showrunners, I was listening to their interview on uh, The Watch with Chris Ryan. They wanted the same characters because they wanted to develop the characters more because uh, they felt that season one was like an experiment. Mm. And it they underserved character development. And then for season two, they hired an actual showrunner from HBO to help them develop characters, plot it better, really put the like pacing and how shows usually run for an entire season versus 
movie and movie and movie per episode. Now they're treating it like as a whole movie stretched in 10 eps. It's so good. I, I swear, you have to watch it. You like this better than season two and season one? The first two episodes palang blown away. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Is Harper still annoying as fuck? Yes. She's so annoying, uh, but she's her avatar, diba? Because she's uh, normal. She's not, you know, she's American, outside looking in, British society. But she's sarapsipain, eh? But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's the the one you love to hate. So my my colleague, uh, one of my colleagues used to work in uh, the trading floor in, in London. And he's like, I can't watch that show. It's it's too triggering for me. <laughs> like it reminds me so much of my old job. You know, apparently... maybe he can write articles on yeah. what actually happens on the show because I yeah. still don't know what goes on. Because like like there there were two suicides, I think, or two deaths. Right. Like, like one one maybe suicide, one uh from overworking. Yeah. Uh when he was working there in, in the training floor. And then he literally said there was literally a, an Irish small bulky dude with red hair <laughs> Kenny <laughs> like acting like an asshole so when I saw that in the show <laughs> ouch triggering oh, oh. <laughs> so I know but but I know that oh I know yung drug use <laughs> you think my well, friend I mean... who lives in London is like well that's how London is it's you know it's so easy to get it <laughs> You go well, and maybe you go shooting out for drinks. up Lolo, Lolo shooting up. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but... but it makes it makes trading and investment banking so exciting. <laughs> and I wish maybe I should have been an investment banker, but oh well. Wow. No, trigger yung competitive spirit mo. stress levels mo iba na. Watch it, people. Industry. Okay. Okay. Well, there's also I don't know, <laughs> the boys. I was thinking of a segue to the boys, but I can't think of one from industry to the boys. Uh, well, speaking of uh, greedy corporations, <laughs> the boys season three uh, finished uh, a few weeks ago, and it is much better than season two. Mm. A lot of people are saying it's the best season. I really loved season one, but of course, I'm raising my hand with best season so far. Yeah, so this is your favorite season of the boys. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's like. Uh, it it really feels like there's it's moving towards some sort of conclusion. You know, the, the chess pieces are kind of now put into action. Like all of them, they everyone from A train to um well Frenchie and, and Mother's Milk who kind of been in the background. Um they're they've sort of become my favorite characters this season. Uh Kimiko also. So it's it's in fact, it's actually Starlight, who's like the big star of... Yeah, like, finally. Who, yeah. Parang, who, who, no, who I kind of found boring this season, like the UE. But otherwise, it's 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 great. It's it's shocking AF. <laughs> the, the first 10 minutes pa lang of episode one, I think. <laughs> so painful to watch. Like, I was like... It was like grasping Bianca's arm and like squeezing it so tightly. It's like so just, Wong thought they uh, exploded the butt. And I was like, that's not the butt. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is not the butt. Oh, oh, what, oh. what in the butt? 
<laughs> uh, and then you have Hero Gasm, which I think is is their best episode ever. Um, Nandu ka na ba Ramon? Sorry, I'm in Hero Gasm. Yeah, not not yet. Okay. Yeah, it's great. That's a really don't I will, watch uh, with kids. Not, not <laughs> I've read all of the but, boys, uh, so I I know what's coming up now. Uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so yon, I mean, perfect antidote to my Marvel fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every you know it's so well. I mean, which is funny see, because they're based star. on DC characters. Is that <laughs> ironic? Ironically, based on DC characters. No, it's very intentional because Garth Ennis wrote it at the beginning for uh, a DC-owned subsidiary, and then the CEO of DC uh, actually got around to finally reading it and realized that they were analogs of the Justice League, and he said, "We can't publish this." So. So Garth Ennis took it to a different publisher, much to DC's chagrin, because it became the best show and you know most successful show of Amazon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are the books yeah. as as graphic as a show? Yeah, because they can they they don't have to worry about censorship pretty much. More padawe, in the band. Yeah, like, really? the stuff that I mean, like the, the deep does more than just what he did in the beginning of yeah. season one. Like it's worse, you know. So and it's really depraved uh, now, because parang Ennis has never liked superheroes, diba? So the the creator and writer of the comics. So he really expresses that you know if you had all this power, you wouldn't care about the responsibility, and no one could touch you. Then it would be you know. Yung hero gasm is incredibly depressing in the <laughs> in the comics. It's just sad and illegal and immoral and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so how how close are we to the end? Like yeah, with how many more seasons? I honestly can't tell it because remember at the end of season two, I said na ang weird because the 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 the, the position they're in at the end of season 2 is actually the beginning of the comic series. So, mm. parang they're doing it in a sort of non-linear fashion. They're not doing the the volumes in order. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's one one or two seasons away from calling it quits. I would I think two seasons sounds uh, fair. Just right, no? Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting Homelander and then He's so good though. He is so yeah, good. He's good. Like, People he's forget he's Kiwi. Jesus. He's and so the, good. No, no. The, the way they make fun of like America, actually, mm. it's uh, like so uh, so unique to the show, I guess, because it's they're so recent. Like, uh, but there's may, may parang Pepsi ad si, <laughs> si Nivea, si Kardashian. I'm going to see A-Train. Si Kendall was, Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. And then, uh, Black Lives Matter, yeah. <laughs> so am I gonna see A Train? Oh. <laughs> and um, yeah, a lot of this, the the Fox News stuff, the the truthers, like mm-hmm. I don't like it, this. Totally could happen if there were superheroes. That this would totally happen actually if there were superheroes today. So yeah, give yourself a pat, Amazon, for greenlighting yeah. the show, and also uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. For picking this up hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully four will be better i hope it doesn't fall back into like the season two parang quicksand that they were just stuck and then running through the same woods over and over again 
Paulit-ulit na lang. They're already shooting for us, so, you know, fingers crossed. Oh, Korg, wait, how did you find Jensen Ackles? Who's that? Yung Captain America type. Ah, he's okay. Yeah, I liked him. He had the Bucky, you know. He had the Bucky vibe. <laughs> Bucky slash comedian uh, vibe. Comedian from Watchmen. Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, good, good villain. And then, oh, see, Maeve this year was, oh. Queen Maeve was, uh, no, quite, quite yeah, awesome. She like, was good. Diba? They really did justice to their characters this season. Even the deep. Yeah. Favorite, favorite kasi the deep eh. <laughs> Oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about <laughs> But, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. Deep, the, the comic relief of all of her. Like, <laughs> yeah. he provides. Yeah. Next level, man. And, and even see, you know, diba? What's his name? Black Noir. <laughs> <laughs> Best name for, uh, I don't know. Like wow, okay. <laughs> At least they added something. <laughs> yeah, they 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 added all the characters really got serviced very well. So good job, guys. Season three, hats off, the boys. From one IP to another, and I know you guys are huge fans of Sandman. I've been dying to ask you guys since you were fanboys. What You've never read the comics. No, I am I am the perspective of someone who has not read anything. Did Mel watch the show? The whole thing. Oh, okay. what did you think? I haven't finished it yet. I'm still at yeah. episode six. Oh, let's let's yeah. make this non-spoilery. No, well, you can't really spoil me. I've read the whole Oh, that's true. How can I spoil you? So, so ikaw, ikaw, ikaw na muna, Mel, para may, may purist. Ano, like... uh, my, my sort of newbie, you know. I, I was surprised. Nah, it's enjoyable. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, in fact, I watched it in two days. Like, I binged wow. through it. Okay. Because buying episodes one to four were hard to get. It it was a bit uneven, you have to admit. Um, the pacing was kind of slow. Um, it took a it took a, a while for me to get you know, get into the groove of of being in the Sandman universe. Like I was I kept asking Mong, who's this guy? Who's that guy? When did this guy appear? Who's that girl? Because fine, there was no real laying world building in the first few episodes, which is honestly what you should have, what you should do with, with something as rich as, as this. But once the middle kicked into high gear, it got me hooked already, and I didn't even mind uh, the actor. Parang you might not like Better Call Saul, pala. Really? Why? Because walang better calls all. Wala rin silang pake about introducing characters. Eh. You just you just pay attention, just listen and watch. Parang ganon yun eh. But so, my my problem with Dream is first episode within the first five minutes he's imprisoned, and I don't know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Like why is he important? Why why should I care for this guy? Put our pets in this role, and this guy will be better. You know, parang. It just failed to make me care. I wish I think I was re I was listening to one dude and he was saying that if they ended the show first episode with the imprisonment in, instead of starting, it would have been a more engaging watch for me. For that for that first few episodes. Mm. But but did you love any characters in particular? Did yeah, you like, you know, uh... the character's name is Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> <laughs> On Van Bell. <laughs> More Boyd Holbrook, oh. please. 
Okay. <laughs> so, so the Corinthian was your favorite character? Yeah, he was. He was. The Corinthian and um, the guy, uh, Morpheus won me over eventually. Mm. And uh, David Thewlis, his yeah. character was very, very good. Yeah. Did you know he had the Pinay X? Like, like uh, he shot the movie here. And so, shut up. Uh, Ate and she was his girlfriend for like three or four years. Really? <laughs> Yeah, so and then she, yeah, she's a producer, assistant director, um, and at, but at that time I had only known him with that movie Naked. He wasn't really that well known, right? So it's like, oh, that's awesome. Then suddenly, sikat, super sumikat na siya ni ano, After uh, Harry age. Potter, yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you guys? Is the crow? Is Matthew the crow supposed to be super American? Because that really distracted me, and I don't think I ever. Yeah. Want to hear Patton Oswalt's voice ever again after? Yeah, he's very American. He actually sounds, he's the only character who sounds like I thought he would, actually. Atalaga. But yeah, mm. parang ano. But see, see, storage parang ano kasi, parang narrator talaga siya, you know? Parang, oh. parang wait, you're a character? I thought you were the narrator of this film, of the show. Oh, I, was, I want to know what you guys think about the, the series. Yeah. Oh, you got Ramon. <laughs> okay, so uh, six episodes in, no, I'm starting to like it more. The mm-hmm. first episode was rough for me. I think, of course, it's Netflix, so they they did the whole season, no. But I feel like it might have also been like, oh, let's shoot the pilot first, and then you know maybe we can get the the rest done, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there is a strange feeling where. My suspicion is sort of a little bit correct where they're so committed to being faithful to the adaptation almost to a fault. Now, there are times that it can feel a little claustrophobic, lifeless. As you mentioned, the pacing can be sluggish. And then a lot of the time, I feel And disjointed, like, I have to also say. Yeah, and... Also, sometimes I wish there was no interior monologue. Because, <laughs> you know, it's such a comics thing. Eh? But it, when it when you ha- when you see it in in film or TV, it really should work in a different sort of meter. Parang um, with Sturridge, I wish he was less human. Para. But I feel like they thought or they were scared, if he was too inhuman, then people would not go past episode one or two. But parang, as fans of the comics, he is this inhuman, endless, above-a-god being. And then the journey is sort of him becoming more human and more relatable as a result. Parang he, uh, thaws, he thaws out from being like an iceberg. And then... Yeah, but, no, like, yeah. But so, like, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so there are some moments where it. What I wanted to see was yun nga, yung parang yung eyes niya are actually black with the with the spark lang in the middle. That happens like one or two, one once or twice in the in the episodes I've seen. But they they keep him, you know, more human most of the time. There was this small touch that I wanted to see, which was like if they're gonna have him behave this way, sana every time on cam see Sturridge, they don't show him inhaling or exhaling and oh. then 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he some... has a weirdly shaped face, though. Oh, okay. Hi. So no, no. Here's the thing, ah. Huh? Here's the thing. I noticed there's a weird lens choice going on in the show, and I had to confirm it. I I, I looked it up. Na parang everything feels elongated. Yeah. I was like, why is this like a aspect ratio weird? <laughs> so I was like, why is this aspect ratio weird? There's also a weird sort of soft focus to light, which gives it a weird 80s <laughs> uh, British <laughs> show glow. vibe. It's a fantasy yes. glow. Oh, and then, yeah. parang ano eh, parang Jim Henson storyteller. Yung yeah. <laughs> so parang, even though ang laki ng budget nyo, it's still people would still say it doesn't feel like like a, an HBO budget. Come on, even Wait, HBO I assume that it was because it looked that way in the books. Uh, no, well, apparently, no. apparently HBO didn't uh, know um, why why it's not an HBO show and why it's a Netflix show. Even though there's a WB logo at the beginning, is HBO didn't give didn't offer as much money as Netflix did, but it still looks like this. I mean, the production design is great, but the the cinematography for me isn't um mm. and then but apparently my suspicion with the choice of lens why they're making everything look stretched vertically is simply to make storage feel thinner and taller just oh, for that suspicion it was super thin no? with the, in the little ball <laughs> Yeah, I was diba? reading. He worked yeah. out a lot. Well, he has to. Kailangan yeah, mo body fat for that, de yeah. If you're going to be more fierce, but it kind of works because he looks great whenever he's in a trench coat. Eh. Yung, but they always show the the very skinny yeah. boot. Uh, but the, uh, did you notice that his wig kept and, uh, changing? Garb. His hair kept changing. Well, yeah. I mean, there's different. Uh, he he's not it, human, naman, So the aspect the wig just looked worse and worse as the shows moved on. Yeah. Anyway, the main yeah. comment ko with the show is I it it very very much leans towards its fantasy roots, but I wish that it leaned more toward its horror roots in the comics. Um, there are things that some there are some scenes where it really feels like hokey cosplay and watching, or the, there's a certain level of menace that I'm missing, I guess. You guys mentioned before that there was a, a an installment in the series like a completely horror book. The diner. No, no, that, that was the That's no, episode diner. five. That was a diner. Ah, yeah. Actually, okay. you know, I, oh, five bar or six. It was episode five. Five, yeah. Because yeah. I love I love that episode, that diner episode. Yeah. So, yeah. But but I think they made him soft, panga in the I don't in the show. Like remember yeah, yeah. um the the what he does to. I know Burgess uh, in in the comic is worse because what mm-hmm. he does is like you know he gives them a nightmare and then the the, the old man who captures him basically uh, or the the young the, kid the, the, grew into the, the kid, old man. Oh. yeah he he gets he has a nightmare he wakes up and then you know the the boyfriend will say oh are you okay everything's good and then biglang the face will melt and it's another nightmare and he wakes up into another nightmare yeah. and it's like oh my gosh endless nightmare and then yeah. parang ito, I'm just going to make you endlessly sleep. And I'm like, what? Oh my, I'm like, what, what is this mercy? I mean, I'm, I'm just happy it's not nakakahiya like yes. Constantine was. Because, I mean, again, favorite character is Constantine in, in the whole, you know, uh, Vertigo universe. And that was really a shameful um, 
This is uh, the Keanu Reeves, diba? right? The Keanu Reeves. No, no, no. Actually, the Keanu Reeves was better than the the TV show. The TV oh, show. Oh, really? Terrible. Okay. And the sad thing about the TV show is they got the actor completely right. Like, yeah. he played Constantine so well, and then he still does. Lang, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> That's, that's why I felt so bad. I was really hoping to, to see him here. Uh, because he is jo- the Johanna Constantine uh replaces him in 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 Sandman, though. But but he's actually supposed to be John Constantine, right? Like um uh so yon parang yeah, it, it's it's kind of an event. I think there there are some like episodes that work terribly. Uh I think especially the hell one. Parang, oh my god, wala talaga silang budget dito. Because, I mean, if you remember the comic, he, he was surrounded by yeah. demons. Diba? Yung, yeah, the rap battle was in the pits talaga. Of, yeah, yeah. And oh, not in, some, not in the darkness. Not yeah. in the chamber. Not in some diba? green screen. Ano. With with the massive ano, diba? CG people like ano, cheering below. And then, oh. ano, <laughs> no escape for dream. Parang ganun. And there's a beautiful like sequence of panels where... They all just kind of when he says like you know what is the use of of hell if people cannot dream of heaven and then you can see parang parting of the Red Sea but it's all like oh. demons and it's so cinematic and oh. I was looking forward to that shot and they did not have it and honestly Brienne was I not didn't like a her. great yeah <laughs> I mean that's stunt casting right what they did yeah yeah. There's there's a bunch of stunt casting, as we've all very well know, uh, in this show. Sometimes it works terrifically, like like Lucian. I think Lucian originally also oh, a white butler. man, but yeah, but this Lucian was was great. And um, I always my my problem with the comic is I always confused Lucian with uh with Kane because they looked alike in the comics. Um, but. You know, good on them for for casting um the Lucian as a, a black British female and then um and then like more Mediterranean looking uh Cain and Abel. Um but even Cain and Abel like was a lot more violent, the deaths that and the way, you know, bumbling Anota Legacy Abel and yeah. you know, Cain would really, you know, torture him and I don't know. So Parang ano nga eh, it does feel like storyteller. I also thought that while while watching. Parang um, hands on, no? <laughs> but like like Mel, parang you know, I, I watched it straight and I didn't mind it so mm. much. And I, I was just it's not hoping. like a waste of time. Yeah. No, I mean, I think watch. there was a there was a, the first time I parang teared up. Actually, was you know, was when they went to John Constantine, uh, Johanna Constantine's ex to retrieve the. The pouch of sand. Mm. Parang, I think they handled that scene particularly well. Um, oh, right. But so, and then I really loved also the the sound of her wings episode, the one with um, death. I loved um, I loved Kirby, and then I also liked the hobgoblin that they got. That whole sequence worked out really well. What is that again? Where the, he meets the same guy yeah, over and over again over yeah. the centuries. Yeah, yeah. See, Hop Gadling, who the man who refused to die. Yeah, I haven't seen. I, I stopped at the end of um, Preludes and Nocturnes, basically, oh. um, except except Sound of the Rings. But um, yeah, like I know it was really good. D. Um, it's crazy, and, and I love that they uh, see the two lists, like the, uh, mm. Johnny. Uh, um, did they change his name, right? What's yeah, his yeah. name now? 
it's uh, Johnny something else. But mm-hmm. uh, and then Ethel Cripps was different in the comic, right? Yeah, that she she wasn't Slightly. the mom, or was she? Not the mom. Was of D? Was it Ba? Parang parang iba siya. I don't know. I don't remember now. But but they added so much right to the to the backstory of of the David Tulis character. So yeah, um, even the then, characters in the diner. They they sort of yeah. they sort of give this backstory and setup before everything goes to hell. I appreciated that. Although yeah. the horrors in the comic are much worse than what happened in the show. So parang may pagka softer na, diba? Parang that cursing of eternal waking that Quark mentions that happens. That also sort of clues you in kasi na vindictive bastard, merciless si Dream at the beginning of the series. And then yun nga, he thaws out and becomes more human-like. As we go along, because he's learning to be a nicer quote unquote person. Yeah, because I know they were a little emo bitch. Talaga tong si Because oh. <laughs> they they show the oh. they show his ex in hell. Remember that that <laughs> that brief interlude. May para na, on the show? Yeah, yeah. Diba? The, he, the black the, woman. Oh. Yeah, the parang and then she she remembers him as this oh. African prince, and then like uh, oh what happened oh i sent her to hell <laughs> uh, she defied me and i sent her to hell parang ganon yun yung punishment niya for his human ex so ganun siyang asshole si, si morpheus yeah so is there supposed to be a season 2 or is it just a standalone oh yeah this is like at least season 1 of 5 mukhang ah kasi the first season apparently does two volumes no um yeah wait wait but is it fully like is the Rose Walker story done, Mel? I mean, Doll's when... House, because it ends. Yung, end yes, yung, yeah. done. Na siya. Ah, okay. Closed book. Okay. Oh, oh, well, your favorite, at least, well, Boyd Holbrook is the, the Corinthian, is actually not as instrumental as he is in the comic. He actually appears a lot much later. In the, <laughs> no. So they have the serial killer, the serial convention. Yeah, yeah they do. Oh, that yeah. was fun. <laughs> So, ano, oh, parang uneven, but, you know, I, I don't mind it. It might even be in the top 10 of the year. Um, So, maybe top 20. I'm not sure yet, pero... Yeah. But I'm... why, why, why did it take so long for this, this thing to be finally on TV or... Because not... they, they diba? couldn't imagine, know. they couldn't imagine it being, or they wouldn't allow it to be as faithful. And that's what Neil wanted, I think. That's why he resisted. Yeah. Also, it affects back when uh, Ramon and I interviewed him. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember. He By said, the way, I want, I want hmm. to hold out to uh, Game and said, I want to hold out and actually have this. Uh, adaptation done by someone who will give it as much respect as uh, they gave Peter Jackson gave Lord of the Rings. Oh, so, and apparently that person was Gaiman himself, just Neil Neil Gaiman, yeah. And I think he parang earned that after Good Omens that did well for Amazon Prime. Uh, but that was also very faithful and his first time as like a showrunner, and he wrote all the episodes also. So bakit wala nang Vertigo comics? Because DC is owned by Warner Brothers. <laughs> tapos. This is true, huh? This is absolutely yes. true. The, one of the first things that they did terribly wrong was they got rid of Karen Berger, who was the the ano talaga. Parang she found all the talent: Grant Morrison, Peter Milligan, Jimmy mm. Delano, uh, Neil Gaiman. Parang they, they were. She was the editor of editors, and then. 
uh, they they let her go and then parang pababa na pababa na yung quality ng vertigo and then um they wanted to absorb uh ano the the characters back yung mga ano diba uh constantine yeah. uh something animal, animal man, man. parang so <laughs> so yun daw so naging for mature readers na lang yung mga iba and then The, I think well, it's uh, a no, it's a black label. It's basically mm, even the old yeah. even old Vertigo books. Wala nang Vertigo logo. They're under black label now. Didn't ano even have a imprint of his own? See, si, si, ano Gerard Way. Like, yeah, young uh, animal. <laughs> Dumbass. Ano. Sayang talaga. What a great run. I mean, what a classic. Uh, hey, the diba? little the little comics I own are are Vertigo. Because mm, yeah. it's the adult. It's for literary people. I don't know why But, I never read Sandman though. I I don't know. You know, well, I I can guess because I mean the covers. I remember when I was younger, I it always felt like a weird adult comic because of the machine covers. They like, always like, look like Tool albums. Eh? Yes, Tool. Yes, <laughs> yes. Very yeah, goth. Uh oh. like oh, oh, this must be so dark. But I um and then. And then yeah, parang it, it felt like the, the the fantasy crowd really oh. held on to this, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm not into fantasy, but because yeah, it was fantasy so, slash horror, so they yeah. forget that part. Eh. And then of course we're old enough na parang now everyone's like, oh, I love the Sandman, it's so emo, etc., etc. But all us oldies are like, it's goth, goddamn it. <laughs> but I was like... reading somewhere that Sandman is the first sexually transmitted comic book. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you really appreciate Gaiman's narration uh, because napakalaking bagay pala niya because most of it is gone like mm. what Ramon said earlier parang most of it is gone and the way he introduces characters diba? parang gives them gives you basically like you know everything about this person with two sentences um, that's that's kind of gone um, especially in in Uh, stuff like 24/7 um and and even I don't know how he's gonna treat sound of her wings but I remember that you know you really would see her through uh, dreams I said and dreams narration so mm. parang malaking nawala because of that so read the comics lang guys <laughs> I actually now wanna pick up the book yeah. yeah and start going through it go go that happened to me with yeah. you know, with Lord of the Rings actually I hadn't read it, saw the first movie, and then I read the book so I could, you know, mm. continue what I watched. What if I told you that today you'll leave here different? Pops! Pops! I'm talking to you. So from small screen, we move on to the big screen, and we, the three of us, have all seen the new Jordan Peele movie. Nope. Yes or nope? Nope. Did we just both see this like three hours ago? Man. Yeah, we did. We did. I had time. Wow. You had different time. countries. Oh. <laughs> we aligned. <laughs> But can you tell me why? So Jordan Peele, I had no idea. If you had told me like 10 years ago that this dude from Key and Peele would be from Mad an TV. auteur. Mad a TV horror auteur. What's the appeal for Jordan Peele as a filmmaker right now? He's always been he's always been into movies. Parang parang Bill Hader na actually 
that's what they wanted to do and then the comedy is what became successful first parang ganun galing no so, I mean, like, for a good argue, those who make a good argument for our comedians the best directors right now you know what i um sometimes i i think remember that movie kiano <laughs> he didn't direct that though <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but but it came out the same time as I don't know. Get out. Can, can you imagine what the the, the director of Keanu was <laughs> was thinking? Like, parang God damn it. <laughs> Pero kasi <laughs> si si Peel though he did sort of cut his teeth on the show nga, because that's where he learned to direct and how to use a budget. Chaka, he was they were also doing all these pastiches of styles, de ba? So yeah. parang Many movies. Oh, parang he learned how to direct talaga with, with Key and Peele. Although the main director of Key and Peele, yun yung director ng Keanu. <laughs> damn. <laughs> the directors from the office, what do they think now? Na parang, damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet place too. <laughs> this is shit. Holy crap. <laughs> so, galing. Uh, yeah, another comedian, John Kaczynski, right? So, yeah, comedians might make really good directors or they do make really good and directors. mostly He's... dark stuff <laughs> like, you know why diba why what's the what's the thing most important sa comedy timing Yon. true chaka <laughs> chaka no the the punchline right which is basically the payoff of something you built up so parang development execution it's all and it's also storytelling so 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 what what is what is nope about in a nutshell. What isn't it about? Yo, it's got so it's got so many themes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Hard to <laughs> let me read the log line. <laughs> the log I'm, I'm line. I'm glad is... I didn't know the log line. Yeah. Ako then, I didn't actually, I didn't know yeah. anything. I, you, I none of you had seen trailers. No, no, I but didn't the, watch. the trailer I I saw, but the trailer was I don't know if they vague. released another trailer, but the, the first one was super trailer. vague, diba? Yeah, the first one is super vague. It was just parang like aliens. Parang oh, <laughs> parang images lang yung halos. Yeah. But Wasn't the... there a trailer na puro nope, 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 nope? Na like an intercut of just nopes. Baka for Was... internet lang. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, logline. Two siblings running a horse ranch in California discover something wonderful and sinister in the skies above while the owner of an adjacent theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. Yun. <laughs> so it is a logline, but it, it actually is very, almost tells you nothing about what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> right? From, from the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What, 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 what did you folks think? Spoiler free, right? We're doing spoiler a spoiler free. Spoiler free. Yeah. Spoiler free ba? Well, again, let's, let's, let's start spoiler free and then have a spoiler later. Ramon, <laughs> you were the first one amongst the three of us to see it. I fucking loved it. It's one of my top five right now of the really? year. Really? Wow. Yeah. Super. Like it's it was like the most satisfying movie for me since Maverick in that sense. Nah. <laughs> and it felt like instead of Carpenter, this one felt really Spielberg for for Peel as his parang touchstone. Yes. Yeah. It, it had a very Amblin vibe. And especially the last act had very Spielbergian moments, even the score of Michael Abel's. Um, yeah, and um, I'm and so Hoyt glad. Van Hoyten. Yeah, oh. see, I was wondering, is Hoyt Van Hoyten the most, ano, the most experienced? Ah, Hoyt Emma. IMAX. Is, is, IMAX yeah, movie is he the most? Kaya nga, is he the most experienced IMAX cinematographer now? <laughs> but he uses it so well. Uh, they they use it so well in terms of like they make 
they use it to really appreciate the scale of the UFO and um, the they make an empty sky look menacing as hell. So with the sound design, the the score, and of course the acting, it it, it really sold me. the The relationships were great. The characterization, the humor. Um, there were there were there were scenes na like Maverick na you can cheer and laugh and um, be scared and sobrang satisfying ng ending ng climax the sequence of events uh, the way it's built up the the payoffs for things that you weren't even aware were being set up para as like something you can call back um, yeah and even even like the multitude of themes. Right. Um, he's not overt about them. They're very subtle, but it's like an homage to Hollywood. Uh, it's about seeing and being seen, the need to capture things for posterity, why we're drawn to spectacle and all, why do we need to see to believe, and how all of it permeates and informs Hollywood, man's relationship to nature. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Ramon, did you write everything you in the theater? The <laughs> well, I had to. I mean, that's, that's why I was true. there. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, it's, you know, animals, wild creatures Animal that abuse. shouldn't be tamed, right? Parang ganon. Yeah, right? I mean, ah, basa, saya, saya. It's ano ah, like um, I have to give it to Jordan Peele. He has dedicated his career to making metaphors about white people. <laughs> <laughs> So, parang, wow, galing, man. I hope this trend continues. <laughs> uh, in fact, in us, using black people as metaphors for white people. Um, but, um, I, I, yeah, because that, that whole thing about, you know, like, like, this isn't, this isn't their, this, they're not from here, but they think this is their territory. But, yeah, ito na yung thing is the statement. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> This is America. Uh. <laughs> like us, we are Americans. You go to see it, like, oh my God, the Republicans. <laughs> so, so I'm going but, but, well, I, I know you gave this three and a half stars. Uh, I did. Sorry, yeah. guys. So, I mean, why? why? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, for me, it could have been shorter. There was a lot of fat in the first half. And. I really enjoyed the the end of the the second half all the way through to the end of the movie, but I felt like the first half could definitely have used some editing scissors. I famously am not the biggest Get Out fan. I think among the three of us, and I've said this in our horror pod, nah, I like the movie, but I didn't think it would it deserved like Oscar, big Oscar minting, Oscar glory, Ooh. and. Yeah, I'm just not a big Peel fan. I didn't see us. What? Oh, oh you haven't Most, seen it. Mo- I haven't seen it. Mostly because when I read the Wikipedia, it looked really scary. So I I wagnalang <laughs> So it's just it's just a little lacking for me. And you know, you know, Ramon, you said that it reminded you of Spielberg. It was so different for me. It reminded me of Shyamalan. Signs. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I I could I could see some Shyamalan also. It's the most uh, it's the most mystery, Obvious. great. Yeah. And at uh, at first, I didn't understand the correlation of that monkey and this whole story. But maybe when we go into the spoiler territory, now I've, I understand why he put it in there. But uh, 
I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a it's a good way to pass the time. It's super entertaining. Once you're you're over the second half, I I I had to remind myself to breathe because how he staged these set pieces really exciting and scary at the same time. But but yeah, I mean it's not four stars for me. Good watch. Yeah, I, I mean I agree with you about the first part. Parang ninja like oh no. Is this ano, a middling, you know, Jordan Peele movie for me? And then, mm. yeah, when it kicks into high gear, parang wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sa yan ito, props to ano, half Pinoy, Brandon Perea. <laughs> ano, for, for, for that uh, uh, awesome break breakout role as Angel um, for what? fans of the He's old. half Pinoy? Half Perea. Pinoy, half, yeah. Half, well, I thought he was Latino. Wow, good Yeah, job. half Puerto Rican, half Pinoy. I'm not sure which, um, ano, but he, for fans of the OA... He's uh, he's French and he looks nothing like his OA character. Um, there's a really great uh profile actually in in the New York Times where, you know, he, he just uh, both him and Jordan Peele were crying during the audition, uh, and Peele actually expanded the character and rewrote the script uh, after the after various audition. Wow! Uh, and it's just you know, but it's basically about. How you know after the OA he thought na parang oh okay this is gonna be steady work and he did nothing and he almost got into euphoria and you know, he thought he would but I know but he just kept on trying hard and you know parang finally he decided to treat it this audition like I'm gonna treat Jordan Peele like a colleague and I'm gonna and I'm not gonna say hi Mr Peele I'm a big fan you're my gonna and then I'm just gonna give my best I'm gonna be happy with it so that's like very inspiring for anyone who wants to be an actor out there um and yeah he did he did super well he stole uh, the show yeah. definitely yeah. <laughs> and Kiki Kiki <laughs> was, Palmer was, yeah was was fantastic um Asus Kaluuya of course uh, I, Stephen Yeun I thought would have a bigger role actually yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> and I do love like like that the monkey thing is the first shot, right? And it's yeah, very yeah. disturbing. Yeah. Uh, first shot. Yeah. And and yun, yeah, parang parang it felt like it had nothing to do with anything. And, yeah. Or did it have something to do with everything? But yun, you yeah, something parang, you realize <laughs> after the movie, and then you're like, oh my god, I have to see this again. Yeah. Because now it makes sense. So I mean I love I love that. I love that there he can be that brave. Like parang no, and there. Which which gives him edge for me over Spielberg because even yeah, there's uh um there's that fierce humor. Uh you you were mentioning you were talking about the score, which did have yeah, the Spielberg overtones, but I uh, know, but uh not as telling you what to feel as Spielberg mm. is. Right? So mm. parang, it feels like wow, this good guy could be the big he could be the Spielberg of this generation, right? Parang, wow. Yeah. So and 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 very in line with this generation, actually. So, um, it's it's my least favorite of his films, but I love them. I mean, for me, Get Out is a classic. Uh, and both this and us probably have four stars. Um, yeah. But uh, and, and us maybe the advantage is you know they used uh five on it. Uh, <laughs> perfectly but um but yeah it's it's a really good watch and i super recommend it for me this is tighter pa din, uh, than us pero because they they over explain things to us for me but um dito kasi ang satisfying ng payoff ng mga ng mga relationships and ng mga 
well, you know, yung mga na set up na hindi ko alam were actually being set up. So it's like when it comes back as a callback, I was like, oh, galeg, it's so well done. It's like right there in front of you the whole time. Ganyan, ganyan. I'm curious though, you guys keep talking about what you, what didn't you like in the first half? What wasn't enough for you? Was it the flashback stuff or the? It just felt disjointed. That first half. Or or a little, you but actually a little too long for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also. Nah, no. Okay. They could they I really kept checking my phone in the, the first fan, half. I think so. So first half, parang ano. And I I kind of get it. Like the like Jaws, the parang or Exorcist, na parang maybe that's what he's going for. Uh, but how long is this film? It's like two and a half two, hours. Two and ten. Two fifteen. Two, yeah, so but you know, what an effort. <laughs> because Get Out, remember, was like below two hours, which is what it, it felt so much tighter. That movie. I've, I compare it a bit because it's two jaws. Na parang you don't really see the monster until the last act, and it's just menacing you. But you're also setting up parang the pieces that are on the on the board. Or so that when things go to hell later, it's like, okay, you know what's, what's going on. You guys were talking about yung, the flashback oh, and how okay. it relates, right? Yeah. So, simbong ke, it's about ano eh, parang wild animals. Spoiler alert! Don't listen if you haven't seen the movie. Wait, before we get called out, it's chimpanzee. Okay. Sorry, guys. Okay, sure. Kala ko makancel ako eh. Makakancel nga tayo oh, by so, animal rights groups. Uh, so, the... Can I say ape or is it different? Well, anyway, Chimpanzee. so the chimp. Yeah. So the chimp, you know, the the whole flashback there is about um, wild animals, some of which should not be tamed. But then it's also related to the business of the ranch, which is to tame and quote unquote break horses, diba, For mm-hmm. Hollywood specifically, so that's the other <clears throat> way it, it links. There, there's a flashback also where. Um, Keith David's dad, diba, parang tells uh, OJ, can you hear that? That the horses, the, the noise the horses are making, because they're they're in the middle of being broken and you have to break the spirit. So parang and it also goes back to the flashback where, see, Kiki Palmer was promised that she'll finally get to break a horse, pero it was still um, pinagawa kay OJ, and then parang she gets to sort of be the one to break the alien so ano pa ba? and then of course now that we can talk about it the design of the creature was fantastic mm. like like uh parang evangelion ano na eh. angel no. territory uh, tayo, eh, no? parang i remember it ano, what's that uh what's that that ano, mumblecore ano, australian alien movie <laughs> Monsters? Ah, uh, yung, yung kaya, no? Figures, ano? Yeah, kila, kila OA yun, di ba? Ah, uh, ne, kina, ano, si, no, it's the no. Rogue One guy. Um, yeah, yeah, Gareth. si Gareth. Oh, but didn't it star? Gareth, ano? yeah. Oh, I don't know, I forget. Oh, yung, may, maybe. Um, monsters? Mm. What about yeah, it? What about yeah. it? No, I mean, the, 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 the monsters, the, the alien monsters kind of look like that. Like uh, in a beautiful way, um, floating butterfly yeah. jellyfishes. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. So, because because there was also that 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 shoe. Remember, there was a shoe that was like standing upright. Yeah. What is um, that about, Ramon? 
Tyler parang may alien na ba? <laughs> may, may no, alien I don't think so. I think it was just a right? shoe with the, ano, na, na, I think it was just like a totem as part of the trauma of the event. Yeah. Mm. With the blood Can I say I love the Korean kid who yeah. got all of Steven Yeun's nuances, like his facial expressions yeah. right. down to a T. Great casting. Yeah. I don't know, no, may mga weird moves si Jordan Peele, like uh, ha- like having that girl go to the to the ranch, the the girl oh. who was mauled. To marry Jordan. What was the conversation? parang ano, parang not not given so much importance. And there was that one conversation with the wife where he just kind of just abruptly cuts, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> What's it? Where so, when he's rehearsing man? for the show, right yeah, before the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, g- galing eh. Parang, ano siya eh. Parang medyo otur ano talaga eh. Otur moves, so. Full on. <laughs> how did, yeah. how, so, did you guys find the, not, don't look straight into the eye of the alien thing? Okay? Hmm. I think that, I, I, I had problems with that. What's your problem? That parang, it's like science, the only way to defeat this alien is with water. That kind of thing. No, but that one makes that's, sense. That's that's yeah. Man. Oh, oh, more like, than science. I mean, fucking eighty yeah. percent of the planet you went on is poison. <laughs> the fucking atmosphere has clouds. Oh God! Uh, so I just have to swallow it that they they come to this conclusion, or Daniel Kaluuya comes to this conclusion as an animal wrangler. Well, I know the Jacob's gun, naman siya, eh, na parang. They they build towards it, naman, yeah. eh, Parang that, that Daniel doesn't know how to deal with people, but he knows how to deal with with animals. animals. And parang ano? This uh, is an animal. <laughs> oh, tapos yeah. so, Shempre, diba, there's yeah. the whole. And then the... Siya destroying, ano, eh, diba? it, 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 it wasn't the weakness. It wasn't oh. like I mean, most of the time, talaga these these freaking alien movies, they ano, eh, they really ano, eh, like like even though the the start of the invasion for example is great or whatever most of the time they kind of like uh i know they they just lose steam the bus at the end so i like i like movies like this and third close encounters where it's really just a contained yeah. set of people it's a family and it's an and you show how they're affected and you don't go into the i know how are we going to destroy the aliens with a disket or whatever yeah. <laughs> and it's all ano, so, yeah. it's developed well naman eh. like it's it's all logical and it's observation diba? it's mm. not uh, over the head like because singa he because he's the animal wrangler and then the, the, they they have that scene where he loses the job because diba, the the horse the, the mirror is is biglang, this reflective surface is shown to the horse and then he reacts because horses and also by the way chimps don't like uh, attacks from chimps can be triggered by looking at them directly so that's really? another thing yeah. Historically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In fact, wow. uh, the in fact the girl, see si Mary Jo Bayon, yung mm-hmm. yung parang just an extra bit of cursed imagery for the for the ranch. That's actually based on uh, a chimp attack survivor who appeared on Oprah. So, oh my gosh, like completely mauled the face. Yeah, yeah, and some like they they showed the face by and everything. Medyo close nga actually. I think I don't know if it's you know once I found <laughs> out once I saw and I based pala on a person like oh my gosh because like the hat and the veil it was all there like uh, the the clips online actually if you want to look at it but gonna Google uh, after <laughs> but uh, yeah 
So, parang it was someone that the chimp knew and was familiar with, and then it was just uh, it felt random. You know, there were there were certain factors, but they could never fully explain why this person was attacked by the chimp. Super spoilery question for you guys: Did OJ survive? Yes. Or was that just a vision? No, no, I don't think that's a vision. Mm-hmm. Because it's 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 too big of a cheat, naman. Na, especially with the rousing music and the expression on Kiki's face, na maging na, na maging cheat yon. I don't think there's any hint of that. How did he yeah. escape, though? I was thinking no, because that makes the no makes you vomit, eh? The, the I the, mean the if, plastic thing. If you view an animal, yeah, the plastic. So na 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 But I don't but, know how that horse is. I don't know how that horse is able but, to like still like run. But did they really show <laughs> Bada? No, I don't. I don't remember seeing them on him. Definitely. No, no, they did, don't. They don't show. Oh. They cut. Yeah, and then it cuts to Kiki, and then the alien oh. chasing Kiki. After. Right, right. Because he kind of just disappears in this swirling cloud. So it makes you think that it was over, but you know, if the, unless they show it, talagang him being churning up in the guts, up in them guts, the fair game. I, I love these, ano, no, these little Hollywood in jokes, na parang ano, super small details like. Yung AD naka northern exposure. Ka. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, <laughs> Ni- yung old the one in the, the theater old laughing out. <laughs> yeah, that's probably his one big project. Uh-huh. Yeah, yung matanda na. So I love ko yung, ano, then, yung Scorpion King hobby. Scorpion King. <laughs> the first leading role ni, ano, ah, ni Dwayne Johnson. Ni The Rock. <laughs> And apparently that fries exists no? with the, ano, with the, um, Flying saucer crashed into it. <laughs> um, it's a real thing. In really? NorCal, or ah. going to NorCal. Because yeah. so, the design of TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> As in, when he pulled up and then I saw the helmet, was was like all reflectors, like laughing already. <laughs> this guy's dead. <laughs> Why did they not leave him? Because He's gonna die. Because he knew he, this guy's dead. Him. Once he noticed that it's a reflective surface, patay siya. Alam niya po, siya kakainin to. I have to get out of here. Uh, I thought he, because he was saying something, eh, di ba? Parang, no, and then I, there's a shot na... Like, Fuck you. There's oh. a shot that the alien was coming already. And yeah, parang yeah. you can see a bit of it na on the reflective surface. Oh. And then, and then what, But what TMZ was nope. saying was like, oh, no, I need to get a picture. I need to get yeah. a picture. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, I think I think this is definitely a rewatch. Uh, like um, a rewarding. Oh, Many thing, things so. that we must have missed. Yeah. I and I I feel like they show the mouth of the alien. Now looking back at it, within the first ten minutes of the of the movie. Yeah, the opening credits. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, it's the yeah, parang square. What's my bridge sand? I love that like parang. Why <laughs> they keep on referencing Edward Moybridge? That like, how can you do that in a blockbuster? That's just awesome, yeah. man. So, galing. Did this make money? <laughs> the number yeah. one. Like, didn't you read Kiki Palmer's post? No. <laughs> Where she was so angry that everyone was comparing her to uh, to Zendaya. Zendaya. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 
Because they're like, well, Zendaya is more of white passing, so that's why she's more popular. And she's like, uh, I was a leading lady at the age of 11. I have 100 films to my credit. I'm a queen. Give back to the game power. I'm like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not compare me to anyone. Give back to So, I don't know. Pero, yes, no, it, it was a hit. In the US, it crossed 100 million. Na, pero... I saw a recent article na it's a little slower internationally. Oh, I don't Pero expect it to do well internationally. I think because it's the first of the films na if you look at the marketing, you're less clear about what the film is. Yeah. Because about very you know immediately what you're getting with Get Out's trailer, with Us's trailer. Ito yung parang, you know, they can't show it. Eh. It has to be mysterious and menacing lang. So Hopefully, word of mouth will be enough. Because it's it's so it's so rewarding and uh, satisfying, especially in the cinema. There were only two of us in the theater this afternoon. Oh! Shout out to my <laughs> two guys in front of two rows in front uh, of me. See, I missed that Luisi Ramon because we watched we both watched Get Out and Us uh, together. Um, mm. And and but but what what surprised us i remember when we watched us like first night i uh, know it was full so parang wow this guy has a following man like mm-hmm. i know like in the philippines na parang going out to see us on its first day winston duke and lupita it's just the surge it might be the covid surge that's keeping people away and now for the the final part of our supersized episode Oh my God, the sadness. The sad. The sad ending of sad. Well, bittersweet note, poignant note. <laughs> uh, one of our favorite shows, um, Better Call Saul, has come to an end. Just a few days ago, um, it, it seems like the fandom has mixed reviews but, but, but the critics but the critics are no yeah my usual no. really <laughs> um <laughs> those who want breaking bad basically like i swear everywhere i went today did you see the ending of better call saul yeah no it, it's did you see the ending of better call saul Mel? not not me mong was i was just <laughs> i was doing my thing beside mong when he was watching i have not yeah. seen a single episode guys so i'll let you and ramon Wow. Go off. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what did you think, Ramon? I was saying, uh, na parang, had we recorded this yesterday, I might have been in tears. Because it's uh, eh. like, as you know, As we were expecting, naman, it was masterful. It was not what we expected, but it's what we needed. And uh, it's Continued, uh, oh, sorry, it concluded to a fine note this uh, amazing long form slow motion Shakespearean tragedy. You know, um, there's so many things I've been elements that I'm looking back on now. Spoiler alert! Don't listen if you haven't seen the movie. That that first time he speaks to Kim, Deva. Right? Since all the mishigas of um of uh, mm. Breaking Bad went down, we don't hear the conversation, diba, mm. in the phone booth, and then we hear it when the next episode it becomes Kim's sort of POV, Kim's episode, what she's been up to, and then 
it's significant because see the parang the undoing of things is because again of Saul. And Saul is actually the one who gives Kim the idea of why don't you confess? There's nothing stopping you anymore. Gosfring is dead. You know, see Mike Ehrman Trout is dead. There's uh. nothing that can that, you know, nothing's going to prevent us. We're not under threat anymore, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And she actually calls the bluff. Diba? She she yeah. who's she gets she parang realizes, oh, I can actually sort of relieve myself of this great burden I've been carrying on my shoulders this whole time. And I can be honest about what happened and what I did and face the consequences. And she does. So it's one of those things where um, you know, and he also he also gives the the idea of the worst prison to send him to in his hubris. <laughs> he gives that idea to the feds. So, you know, it's it's a it's classic being hoisted by your own petard moves, Diva. But it's also still so masterfully done. Like even that when he finally does the speech that you're expecting um he's gonna razzle dazzle. There's an he's there's this kind of major obvious but still voila masterful parin shot where he's see they're sort of framed by a, uh, an exit sign. Yeah. And then Which is an echo of the I know the you're slipping Jimmy. Diba? The 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 Chuck episode, right? Like mm-hmm. I know. Um so galing. Yeah, and, and it's a callback <laughs> because that particular one, he's so emotional, and then the knife too is this he was faking it. So here you're set up to be like, is he being honest when he's saying all these things? And then it's confirmed only because he looks back to the only person who matters in the room. The entire thing yeah. is for the benefit of the just one person that he needs. Like he says it to the to the Fed when he asks when he's asked, Do you expect the jury to believe this? And he says, Just one. I need just one. And then later, the just one he needs, of course, is the person now we all have grown to love over all the seasons. And you know, he just needs to be a good man in the eyes of one person, and then he's fine now. Even if it means I'm gonna add all these decades to my to my sentence, even though w- was Kim in trouble at all? I wasn't too sure on that. Like, was what's her name, the wife of uh, Howard, gonna go after her or something? Or wala lang talaga. He just he just bluffed and uh, wanted her there under threat of of confessing about her. The latter, but it's um, not to say that she couldn't be sued. She was. Possibly, ano lang, parang she had opened herself up na to a civil suit from the mm-hmm. wife, but na but criminally from the DA, unlikely, because there's no evidence na there's no there's nothing physical to connect her to the things she claims she did. Pero pwede siyang kasuan yeah. ni Hamlin's wife, widow. Um, but I don't know. It it really is like this is why TV is good. Oh, <laughs> and thank you, Peter Gould. Thank you, Peter Gould. <laughs> Thank you, Vince Gilligan. Yeah, for showing us why. Um, it's annoying. Like, like there was there are things that it does. Like, you know, yeah, that that the chat of them smoking. I mean, oh. it repeats so much over the seven years that we're watching it. That when the final 
scene in Black. Uh, well, that when the final scene where the where the smoking again oh. happens, it's suddenly ano eh, parang the the effect is almost visceral. Eh. Yes, <laughs> the parang ano, it really triggers. You feel uh, it in your skin. Yeah. Oh. And the fact that they, you know, parang they their bonding is like watching black and white movies, and suddenly it's like. They're in one of the movies that they're watching. Yeah. Parang, those are recurring motifs. Na parang, my God, these guys really planned this thing <laughs> over Within, seven years. Parang, grabe. And, uh, and even the, no, the, the um, pistol hands, like uh, she's going away. Um, he did that in the end of one season. She did that back to him. Yes. Uh-oh. Season five, I mm-hmm. think. And then. And then in, in the end of season, yeah, it's like, parang, wow, grabe. I mean, it's, it's that long game mm-hmm. where um, yeah, where you kind of like, wow, you really feel all the hours we spent watching this goddamn show um, really crumble around you. And uh, you've come to really love these people. And, you know, even even that um, that that scene uh, early on where she kind of says, you know, I was having fun. I don't like what, the, you know, what this is. We're bad for each other. Mm-hmm. Would not have worked as well had it been a movie. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, Bravo, I think this is probably the end. What do you think of, of the, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole Mexican, <laughs> New Mexico, you know, well, because uh, they both said, na, ano, eh, na, parang, well, Gilligan definitely said that he doesn't want to uh, do anything Muna in this universe because he, he definitely the next thing has to be something else now because he, he can't, he wants to prove himself then na, um, I'm not just about this. Diba? In fact, pala, yung parang timeline pala is like when he was preparing and, and shooting um, El Camino. Is when he sort of stepped back from Saul, and so the the itong, itong last strip talaga. Kaya si si Gould and Schnauz talaga yung medyo moon architects. And then um, going back to what you said about the smoking scene, no, yung that's super small touch, pero sobrang like napagasta ko was the color of the flame, yeah. and um... then. And it's echoed because in the penultimate episode, there's a brief um in the glasses. Oh, uh, in the glasses, in the reflection of the glasses when he sees the old the old Saul ad. So it's like, you know, sudden touches like that. I was like, wow. Parang super again, autorial na yung treatment. And of course, uh, of course, um see see Ray Seahorn's breakdown in the penultimate episode also, which ah. You know, if because uh, if Ray Seahorn doesn't win talaga this year, parang wala she, na nominated siya, no? Yeah, first time. Her in, and Odin Kirk. Is this her well, last chance to be nominated or is there another no, no, no. chance next year? I think ito na yung ating last kasi oh, ano eh. Pero pero yeah. And then yung ano pa, isa pa yung the, the pistol hands, di ba? There's a shot right before that where you make golf between them, but they're both yeah. on different sides of bars. Ganda! <laughs> Talagang, so good. Ka talaga eh. um, <laughs> there's also the you know the, the the poetry of you know uh it's so fitting that he ends up 
in the system that he made fun of, he made light of, that he twisted for his own means. Um, and then the, the all, even that finale, the, the, that trial scene, or the sentencing hearing, rather, na parang he had basically gotten away with it, but that's the drama of it. Na parang <laughs> ang ganda ng line when when they see each other in that cell where Kim says, "So you got him down to seven, huh?" Parang ganon. Pero pero you know, and then he works his way back to eighty six. Tapos parang ang ganda ng parang sinasabi. Si lawyer, that's not even a crime. Ba? Si Oki. Ang galing din ng setup niya na once once the ex um uh receptionist said, you know, Oakley's doing ano prosecutorial work now. I'm like, I'm sure that's gonna be his lawyer. Gonna naver. Pero pero ang, ang ganda ng sinasabi na parang the only lawyer who was really good enough to get Saul Goodman was Jamie McGill. Parang ganon. Mm, and it was so yeah. and then the confession yeah where he finally goes to Chuck. And that's really only again for Kim's benefit. That was the one that, you could see, where his voice kind of breaks when he says, he's called Mr. Goodman, take your seat. And he says, McGill. And James McGill. And yeah, then he immediately yeah. takes off the jacket. I was like, hmm. and the title of the show, the episode is Saul Gone. Gone. So oh. you think it's, you know, it's it's both. It's all gone. And, mm-hmm. you know, Saul Goodman is finally gone. Um, yeah. I think what what I love also about the whole show because I, I mean most of the time prequels are not are not stellar or not exciting because you kind of like ah we know we know that Gus will survive this we know that Mike will survive this yeah. we know when Tuko will die and so a lot we know that you know Jimmy will uh, go on to do Breaking Bad um, but it made you feel so much for characters who weren't Mm-hmm. In the, in Breaking Bad, and me, maybe even more so than the Breaking Bad characters. So, yeah. um, yeah, parang, parang, so the, the the anxiety, I guess, uh, coming into season five was wait, no, season six yeah. was another, but what's gonna happen to Nacho? Yes, <laughs> or Kim, okay. especially, yeah, or can be killed, and then grab like episode what three, oh. five. Like they, Three, they yeah, kill Nacho. Nacho, Nacho oh. kills himself. So you're like, what the hell is there left? And then I think it, it, it kind of, um, I read somewhere where uh, episode 10 could have been a great ending. The the one where he's in Omaha, Nebraska, and then he's teaching the taxi driver how to, how to be, how to play the game. Quote, oh. He leaves and then he sees the colored suit. And then he just looks at it and then leaves, right? yeah. Parang, But you know, if you're looking at it in a meta sense, like just like Jimmy, just like you know, he needs to push things further. Uh-huh. And then usually, in like episode ten is where the show usually ends, right? But like, nope, you need to push things further. You need to push things to episodes eleven and twelve, and look where it got you. I don't get it. So, even uh, the heartbreak, kind of seeing him, and the anxiety, kind of like seeing him go back to mm-hmm. what he was. Uh, because the, you know, all, all these seasons, you think, oh, okay, he's learned his, his lesson, um, and, and you know he hasn't, you know, he's he's changed for the better, and maybe you'll see Kim, and then you realize, oh fuck, the the central, I know, question to to the show is, can Jimmy change? Parang it's not, is he gonna end up with with Kim? Is it, are Nacho and then gonna be okay? It's it's can he actually 
to change. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it's so great that it's only literally answered the last five minutes of the show, of the the whole series. Yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Tapos the other one uh, about this particular finale episode that I loved is that great um, flashback time machine runner. Which is Yo. which uh which was unexpected and also allowed for the final cameos, diba? which was yeah. nice because I really it I think it's maybe the most it, it's it's certainly the best way to have the final ever scene for Mike Herman Trout. Na parang, diba? <laughs> ang sakit, yeah. ang heartbreaking nun na parang what's the moment? Of your life, you would change, and then his answer is, "The first time I took a bribe, because that was the beginning. Eh? The, that, that's, that's the beginning of the slippery slope. Basically, you think, and ah, that's just a small thing, you know. But it's yeah. it's the start of of the of the slow of that slow long slide down, and then for him, for unfortunately, the for Saul, so, Berkshire Hathaway, huh? When Warren Buffett put up the Berkshire Hathaway oh. fund. Parang money lang, <laughs> di ba? And then, ang ganda nung second naman was, ano, of course, Walter. And then, in that uh, one naman, um, ang ganda ng line ni Walter na, so you've always been like this. <laughs> <laughs> pero pero yung sec- yung second in that flashback man parang the thing he would re- he regretted was the was the injury in a con parang uh, what yeah. he re- what he regretted was having to do actual work instead of the joy of getting away with it because he actually sustained the injury and he was faking and Why then, does this happen by the way in the timeline? Is this like when they're on their way to becoming new people? Yeah, yeah. It's when uh, it's when shit hit the fan at the <clears throat> exit strategy na silang dalawa. So they're in the basement of uh, Robert Forster at that time. Mm. Tapos the final of course was one of the painful ones where biglang surprise appearance of, you know, Michael McKean. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. yun nga, you know they're they're so guarded against each other even though they're both actually trying to reach out and sad lang and then you know again the lines of dialogue talaga where you know we always end up having the same conversation don't we uh, Kaling. no and no, no it kind of leads into because you it's a, that that regret conversation yeah um it recurs and then you you actually expect them that to be the conversation when it's the one-on-one with Kim in the end mm-hmm. uh, and then you realize no but then she's his big regret so of course he's not gonna talk about it so parang <laughs> <laughs> so I don't mm. getting uh, I mean what a what a master class I uh, it's it's I mean would like like for Mel, would you recommend just watching Better Call Saul first, or should no, she no. go? No, it has to be it has to be Breaking Bad one now. Kasi... See, do I have to watch Breaking Bad? Yes. No, I think honestly, about, okay, I I know. Shout out to Bianca Ignacio. She's been watching Saul, I, without knowing Breaking Bad. Uh she 
I think I think there there are merits to it also because basically there are characters you don't know you really don't know what's going to happen to those guys. <laughs> yeah, so but it's said, it's die, said in the last couple of episodes, yun lang. Ah, that's true. Pero ano eh, uh, pero it's not iba pa rin yung pagka-rewarding eh. Tsaka, yeah. I mean, on a, on a on a more objective meta surface, no. Parang yun nga. Even going in, we had our skepticisms. Diba? Parang, how do you make it dramatic if I know these people are going to make it? And then, yunga, it became about yeah. the other characters that we don't know. We knew only through this show. We don't know what their fates are. But also, it still became so fascinating to see that slow erosion and how easily things could have been better pala for Jimmy if he uh-huh. had chosen better choices, basically. And then it became so compelling. And it's such a example for any prequel show moving forward you know whether it's rings of power or house of dragon or whatever everyone's going backwards instead of forwards yeah so i do really <laughs> want to watch Saul, but i have to get over the breaking bad thing but you tried to watch breaking bad Ben. no no i i never got into it this was the time I no was but pregnant. i don't know there's nothing to complain about because breaking bad is is the more action Oriented I know, you know, show. uh BB it was my dad's pandemic watch. Like he finished all five seasons and mm. loved it. If you think about it, Saul ended up being longer than Breaking Bad. And also, I know. Um Better. not only that, but yeah, but it, it's kind of like a Saul is a cardboard character in in one of the more under uh developed characters in, in Breaking Bad. So yeah. I really thought this was gonna be a dumb show when but I do, do you guys know why they chose Saul as the spin-off? It was you know Gould's decision. It was Gould's um idea. Creation also, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. So that's why he's credited as the creator actually the main guy. Because um he, he's the one who saw the potential Especially with the performance that Odin Kirk gave. Because even in Saul, right? I mean, even in Bad, yeah. he's kind of, yung parang comic relief lang. Pero, I think that's why yeah. attempt sila na. What if we flesh out why this person became this way? I have rapid fire questions for you guys. Mm. <laughs> in, okay. Favorite character in the series? Kim. Kim. <laughs> Favorite season? Kim Wexler. In the series. So. Hmm. I go four or this. Four but was the last one with Ano? McKean? Or three? I ah, know, wait, wait. No, baka three. Three was the last one with McKean. Oh, because uh, it's so yeah, yeah. hard. Season three, si Quark. Ikaw, Ramon. Yeah. Whatever the last one with McKean was. Because that yeah. was the heartbreaking. Because he has to, well, yeah, he has to twist the knife, basically. Yeah. yeah. He betrays his brother. He kills any last hope of like a relationship with him. Yeah, because I remember four and five had like these lulls of, I know it about the, like, and oh, the, the German scientists oh. <laughs> making a lab. They're like, okay. And then I remember the first half of five was kind of like remember that that land, and then there was that old dude who didn't want to give it up. No, oh. like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pero si ano kasi, ang ganda kasi ng intro of Lalo eh. That really, yeah. it energized things sobra. Galing ni Tony Dalton. Okay. A most favorite episode. Hmm. 
Maybe three. Three. Let's make it easy for you guys. Three favorite episodes in the series. Well, the death of Ano is definitely one. See, the death of Lalo. Or the death of Ano. Of, Hamlin. Of Ch- Chuck. Oh. I don't know. See, Hamlin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's... Actually, I really love the episode after that. And, and that's the episode that he episode... had his heart attack. Yeah, no. Fascinating <laughs> to watch, grave. And then, you know, and and he would like think. So apparently, you know, did you know that him, Patrick Fabian, and Reese they Horner share the same are, house when they were yeah, shooting. They're yeah. housemates. I love that. Galing. Actually, matagal na um, sila, no? Matagal na si Patrick and Bob. Pero si Ray parang resisted at first, and then finally was like, "Why am I resisting?" So parang last three years, yun magkasama yeah. na sila lagi. Galing. Um. Last question, okay. last question. Okay. Oh, wait. wait uh, no, 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 no. I, my, mine, uh. no, no, no. I don't think Ramon finished. Mm. Well, so. I don't, I haven't, I'm not sure because it's definitely that one. Uh-uh. And then I think Nacho's death also. That was one of the tensest episodes in, yeah, in all of the 15 years. Um, pero ano pa? There's one early season episode I, I remember na naiyak talaga ako and it was Mike Herman Trout. Yeah, think, the, the one with the, the About son, his son, yeah. The, episode 4. So I stopped watching after episode 3 and then I and then I picked up like two years later then like after watching that episode I was like, why did I stop watching this? <laughs> this one <wonderful>. hooked me. <laughs> but, um, and then and then the bag one, the one in, one in the desert. Oh, yeah, oh, such a great, so like, I know. Contained episode. Yeah. True, true. Um, yeah. which one is the better show? Better Soul. Call Saul or Soul Breaking Bad? Really? No, oh, by yeah. far. I don't... Breaking Bad, actually. But it's all all full credit naman talaga. Like alam mo yun, like Breaking Bad walk to Saul could run. Kasi, uh, I I I shared you know, this quote from Odenkirk uh, a few weeks ago. Na parang what they were able to do with Breaking Bad was they were able to make a show that really rewards paying close attention to, and then it gave them the confidence and the knowledge that they had an audience willing to do that. So they said, okay, now we're going to make a show that you really have to pay attention, very close attention to, and then. So much more rewarding, parang yun yah. parang with Breaking Bad, but it's like um, life-threatening, ganon, very dramatic, and high stakes. Pero with Saul, it was like you know some of the best um, episodes of Mad Men. Parang you fear for someone's soul because they're like they're right on the edge of making the right choice, but their own you know petty foibles will unfortunately bring them to the wrong decision and that's going to lead to a lifetime of regret and you really wish you could parang scream at them not to do this but it's going to happen talaga, because that's what drama is yeah breaking bad i i know it's like it's definitely like the instant gratification but i just i just look back at the feel like i remember i was super obsessed with breaking bad i remember my roommate couldn't sleep because i'd be like screaming at the tv <laughs> when i was living in la so I know, but but Saul is definitely like a long game. Like just the the fact, the stuff that we were talking about, 
um they were the, the, earlier na parang echoes of stuff that happened in Pilot. season one. so oh. parang para siyang novel talaga mm. sweeping ano so galing is it a definite hall of famer oh. show yeah like, all time there's few shows that you can say every episode's scripts could be studied taught in class wala siyang tapon eh Yeah. The and mo, it's, the mo, the mo, it's actually not a cheap. I mean, but like like Lindelof, as much as I love leftovers and and Watchmen, and may ano talaga, eh, may parang showy, eh, may may show quality. And and Breaking Bad, I mean, sorry, Better Call Saul is actually not. I mean, later on with the with the stuff about Gene Takovic and all of that stuff. Like, my, my smattering and, and shooting like the last four episodes in black and white. Yes, there are, but it's not, um, it's actually just really subtly written and it's, mm-hmm. it's so, I know, masterful. Yeah. And with that, we should end <laughs> the recording. I'm, I'm yeah, only halfway so done. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't even talked about it. Okay. Look at this. Look at how long. How long? Are, 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 it's my. Oh my god. One fifty-two. Ah, bisenyo, tunay. Hey, but it's it's a super size. Pa, I'll use the zoom na lang. I just realized I put the phone like beside me, so I'm kind of far from. Jesus, yeah, I gave you a mic, Cork. Yeah, no, no, I'm using the mic with the zoom. Okay, good. Yes. So, but the phone is kind of far, so the zoom is better. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yung, uh, we end that note for... to our editor. <laughs> we end with a note to our editor. No, no. <laughs> um. Wait. So, no, nope's in theaters. All in theaters with no fanfare, no warning. Is a film called Fall, which, which I looks... might catch because the reviews are good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 trailer's fantastic. It was shot with IMAX cameras, but it's not going to get shown on IMAX here, unfortunately, because it's at the same time as Nope. But I don't know which distributor brought it in. There's, there were, you know, there are no screenings. I didn't even know about it until I noticed it's in the mall already. So I was like, you know, check out, check out for a while. It's while you can. Awesome, and you can watch Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad and El Camino on Netflix. Yeah, who? Yo, yo, Nothing yo. for Amazon Court. Oh, the boys, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, lots of local, you know, awesome local stuff, and coming soon also. Um, so oh. check out Big Night, and well, uh, you thank you, Ramon, go... for that great what? article. By the way, oh, uh, in in choir, I will now use that core <laughs> often. <laughs> oh, pero uh, yeah, I mean, actually, uh, speaking of Prime shows, now I haven't started it, but all the reviews so far have been really favorable towards your new show, A League of Their Own. Oh, it's on Amazon. It is really. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Paramount. Okay, I'll catch that. Really good reviews. Yahoo. And don't forget, guys, uh, Drag Race Philippines is also out in the world. So hopefully, we'll also get a chance to talk to the people behind it. Would you say, Court? Yes, I think I think that is a big possibility. So watch out for that. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Happy anniversary.